Yeah, thanks. <laughs> oh, before we start, Kronbichla. Kronbichla. Okay, that's not Kronbichla. Yeah, that's good. No, you're good. All right, we're starting now. Yeah. Okay, and the voice should be about like that. All right. Okay. Um, okay, I'm here with uh, Thomas Kronbichla. He's the. Fantastic. He's one of the founding. Doing great. Founding partners. He's doing great. Studio Mut here in Bolzano. And um, uh, what your design agency? Uh... Yeah, we're a design studio. Okay. We we call ourselves a design studio. So we're um, we have uh, about like we have six designers working okay. here, and we don't do um, like we always directly work with our clients. So we're not an agency, or we're gotcha. you know, we're not. Uh, Basically, not giving work to other people, right. but we're we're doing it uh, ourselves. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, where does mood come from? Uh, well, it uh, mood means uh, means courage. Yes. In English, uh, in, in English. In <laughs> mood <laughs> means courage in German. I think we got it. <laughs> and so, um, and we founded the studio because we wanted to be courageous and we wanted okay. to do crazy things and we wanted to uh, basically evoke this sense of, of a little bit of madness okay. uh, with our clients. Like the first contact with us is uh, our name and it says we are doing things differently. Do you need courage to be a good designer? Yes. Yes, you do. Eat. Yes, you do. You, you have to push um, things forward. You have to be very um, critical of yourself and your process and okay. you, have to, you have to push some ideas, I think, as well. Yes. Yeah. No, that it makes perfect sense. If you're, doing, if you're always doing what your client wants, uh, you will not move the goalpost um, to... And, and, then, and then nobody will call you. Right. Okay. Because right. Right. because right. you're not you're not getting famous by doing what, what other people want you to do. Does that come easy for you? Yeah. Being courageous. <laughs> I love it. I, I, I just when I was a, a you know, when I was a little kid I was just drawing a lot and yeah. I was inspired by logos oh, and okay. and symbols and all sorts of things that I could draw. I was more drawn to words than to symbols at right. first. But then I found out that when, in order to use those words, you have to be able to draw them. And so I started doing that. I went to an art, art college. Okay. And um, where was that? In Bolzano. So, okay. so there was the uh, Kunstlitzeum. Oh, okay. And that basically you have a, a normal school with some hours of art and of uh, art history and of uh, really doing things. So drawing and playing with clay. Okay, you know, no, that's doing that. And I always felt, it always felt like second nature to me. Like it was super easy to so do this. So, so your mission started a long time ago. That's uh, I guess so. And it was, it was always, for me, it was always just the, the easiest thing to do. So I fell into this uh, creative work um, by just basically doing what comes easy. So, all right, so then this process, this part of why we 
do these interviews uh, is for young people and just others who don't have a lot of insight on getting from A to B. So you went to school and then like, what were some of the next steps? More school or did you have internships or all that? Yeah, when, so I, <laughs> it's a funny story. So when I was about like 14 that years time. old, when I was about <laughs> 14 years old, so in, at, still at school, yeah. I, um, I really loved trying out everything on the computer. Yeah. So I got a computer from my parents, which I'm extremely thankful for because it was not normal to, to have a good Macintosh uh, yeah, Apple yeah, computer. Yeah. So they got me this computer and I started just trying out everything that I could in like in uh, first paint, okay. then like uh, Microsoft Word, then in, in uh, Photoshop, right? Yes. And yes. so I went when I was 14, 15 years old, I was skateboarding was really big. Of course. And they all had these great logos and you know, the shirts with the huge logos. Yeah, Tom, do you have a logo that inspired you that stood out or because you're saying you do like typefaces like yeah that, yeah right? so there was this one skateboard brand called girl skateboarding mm. and they had uh, like the symbol of the the toilet symbol of you know the bathroom bathroom sign or like a, a ladies bathroom sign yeah you know the the symbol of course as a logo and so you could get uh, like a skateboard or a, a shirt or a sweater yeah. with this huge Sign of a girl okay. uh, bathroom on it, okay. and they were called girl skateboarding. So you could attract a lot of women too. So you could basically <laughs> walk around with a girl on your on your skateboard or on your shirt. And I thought that was just genius. Um, so I really okay. loved that. There was another brand called Chocolate. Okay. And basically, they just basically wrote chocolate in every in all different fonts. Okay. fonts and, and writings on their things and it was just chocolates okay. everywhere and so I thought that was just genius oh, that's interesting so that was that was the time everybody was skateboarding you know having the, the big trousers <laughs> and the, the logos on the cap and so I fell into that world yeah. and what I did was I, I found out that the skate shop the local skate shop in Bolzano which I know uh, about yes. yeah it was called Sub Skate Shop. Exactly. And it was, uh, it was really like, uh, like a really small shop. And uh, the guys who started the shop were like 18 years old. Yeah. And I went in and I saw the website and I said, hey, your website sucks. Wow. Yeah. That's one way <laughs> to so start it, a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> and so what the guy there, Lucas, uh, said to me is like, uh, can you make a better website? Like, just try making it better. And I said, of course. So the whole summer of that year, when I was 14, wow, I, 14 years old, I tried to do a better website. And when he saw the website, he said, well, it's not bad. Let's, uh, let's just take this website for my website. So he, I basically designed the coolest store's website. Did you get paid? I did get paid in, uh, <laughs> in shoes and okay. in skateboards okay. 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 and, in, uh, and in, uh, I, had, I had the best stuff, like every, everyone was like, oh, why, like the next year, yeah, yeah, you go back yeah. to school with the coolest clothing yeah. and everybody was like, why is Thomas wearing this cool stuff? Important. And, uh, and that was the, the coolest thing. And then what happened was I designed the, 
uh, after the website, I designed a sticker for mm -hmm. the skate shop. And this guy would, the, the boss there, would, would, would just basically have this printed yeah. 10,000 times. Okay. And so I saw the boxes of the stickers and they gave them out to everyone. Everybody knew the shop, everybody knew the, the, the new logo that I designed. And it was all over the, the city, all over uh, the country. Really. Yeah, and that's great that you could do that starting here because you know um, I worked a lot in hip hop music, rap yeah. music in Europe, yeah. and that was like the 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 biggest thing was the stickers and just the presence on the street. Yes, it's, everything is stuck to everything. Yes, you know? yeah. Uh, Make your mark, right? Yeah. Making your mark that's was crazy. just, and it was my mark in a way. So it was the store, but it was my mark, and. That just unlocked the passion for me. So I saw this and I said to myself, I want to do this every day. <laughs> I want to do, I really want to do this. So uh, after that, I went to um, do internships. Like I asked my father who worked at a, a, at a newspaper, okay. hey, do you know, you know, some uh, graphic design studios? Newspaper, yeah. Yeah. Okay. One and of the... One of the, that's a one. <laughs> Okay. And he was working at FF, oh, so that yeah, yeah. so that was uh, the, the good magazine, okay. and so he basically hooked me up with uh, friends of his yes. who had uh, graphic design studios. Yes. I went there on uh, you know unpaid internships for okay. like one and a half months. I you yeah. know I ordered the like they had a an attic that they had a lot of stuff in there, yeah, 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 yeah. and I had to basically move boxes. So that was my first internship. And from there, like the passion was just always there for me. And so after that, I went to university. Yeah. And I studied uh, communication design. Okay. And it was easy because I just had done so much before studying. Yeah. Isn't there a good communication design yeah. here? Okay. Exactly. Yeah. In Bolzano, there's a great uh, faculty of design and art, one of the best in Italy. I did a project with them when I first moved here, actually. They're really great. Um, so I want to I wanna get into a few other things. Like, so, so you already had the passion and, and you created a strong foundation for yourself. Now, just for some of the designers out there, what is your methodology, actually? Um, so you, you try to keep the the process as fresh as possible okay because if you get if you're getting used to one process yeah uh, it happens that you repeat yourself yeah frequently and you don't want that to happen but of course you need to have a certain process because otherwise you cannot sell your your work to, to yeah. clients because then you know nobody really knows what's happening exactly. so you know a little bit of, of, of the process um, with us, it's basically a client comes and says, we have a problem, we yeah. need to communicate this or in a fresh new way, or we need to, to have a new platform, we need, to, um, yeah. we, we need an exhibition, we're working in book, we're doing books, magazines, websites, uh, social media strategy, branding in general, uh, exhibitions, wayfinding for architecture, yeah. basically trying to do everything that communication design uh, can do because it's it's fun to do a lot of different things and and it challenges you right yeah. to 
to learn and to get involved in new things. So what we try to do is we talk. Talking is super important. Uh, so yeah. you get the first email, you get the first phone call, but then you have to talk with everyone who is uh, trying to do things. Yeah. We try to find out what the basic things that could um, be the result could be. Yes. So is this a magazine? Is this a book? Is this a website? Is this an exhibition? Is this a podcast? Yeah. What is it? Like right. What could right. it be? Right. And then we try to find out uh, that before we even start being creative, we right. find out what could this cost? Because that, that is basically what you have to find out. <laughs> yeah. So you have to basically tell the client what this costs and when the client is happy with how much it costs and what he will get more or less, then you are uh, brainstorming in, yeah. in the studio, you're trying to find out some things. And what we call this, this part of the process is madness. Okay. We call it madness. And that's your in-house. That's our in-house <laughs> word. We don't communicate that a lot with the client. But it's called madness for yeah. the reason that uh, you're just trying stuff out and you basically try to find three, four, five, six approaches. Yes to solve this problem. And one could be, hey, I'm using only blue. One, right. could, one could be, let's make everything round. We, we try to think in ideas and not so much in uh, form. Okay. Uh, or like typefaces yeah, or, or, yeah. or odd things, because you can change a typeface. It's not a problem. If the idea is good, right. you can change stuff all, all day and all night. Right. So when a client comes to a, back to us and says, I don't really like that part of uh, of what you, of what you presented, we're like that's not a problem. If the yeah. idea still stands, that's not a problem. So madness is basically just trying out stuff. We do that for about uh, two weeks, okay. I guess, on on uh, normal projects, a little longer on on bigger projects. And after that, we find out something that is interesting, and we we really really work on that one idea. Right. We bring it almost to like a final product right. before we even talk to the client. So when we talk to the client for the second time, yeah. we show them something that is completely um, designed. So okay. almost like if we if we are doing a magazine, we're almost showing them, you know, this is the cover, right, this right, is right, the right, series right. of covers, this is uh, the inside, this is how it would, you could no, it's a great almost way. like we, we it's something that's actionable already. Super that's actionable, that, that, so, super stage. real, super real. And also, what I really love about uh, being in the creative field is that we really create things. Right. So, um, a lot of a lot of different industries just organize stuff and talk about stuff and 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 bring the right people together, for example. Yes. But what we do is we really create things. At the end of the process, there is not a document, there is like a book, there is yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a brand, there is a platform, something is launched and that's what we, that's what we live for. Right? That's an interesting process. I think about, you must have a lot of like this, these prototypes that you created that are around. How do you avoid not repeating some of this? We, um, so I would say that we were really famous for doing poster work okay. as well. Yeah. And 
for real great posters so for an art exhibition for example we develop the identity of the exhibition together with the curators or yeah. the artists and we do about i would say about 50 tests okay. like they look complete sometimes they look very similar because we are already focused in on on some idea yeah and sometimes they look like day and night like one is red one is blue one is uh, pink and, and glows in the dark right and and <laughs> like those shoes <laughs> <laughs> do do they see my shoes yeah are you cutting this out he's cutting this out so we're doing like 50 things and um and we really try to push everything as far out as possible um Okay, so and we're repeating ourselves all of the time, and we try to learn <laughs> not to do that. Or sometimes right. you sometimes it's great to repeat yourself because in branding, for example, repeating yourself is part of the uh, thing that you have to do. Yeah, because you have to stay memorable for yeah. people. So Nike cannot have one shirt with a swoosh exactly. and another shirt with a with a cross on it. Right? Exactly. It's not working. Branding is basically pounding at home, repeating <laughs> stuff, yeah. um, but not repeating yourself. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Um, I want to jump back because uh, <laughs> this um, this is an Amo Bolzano uh, interview series, and uh, so is there something like about this town? What is like an underrated thing about Bolzano that you think uh, is important? Um, I think what I uh, learned to learned to love now is the this thing that we are really um, at the center of a couple of uh, cultures. Okay. Yes. So what we see in design, for example, but I don't want to limit this to design. But we what we see in design is there's this strong heritage of Italian design. Yeah this fantastic uh, Swiss design tradition, okay. which is huge. So yeah. we're on the border with Switzerland. Yeah, exactly. There is uh, fantastic stuff happening in Austria. And yes. then we're like a uh, stone throw away from Germany, where th that is the most important uh, market, right. I guess, okay. in Europe. So you're at the, basically you're at the center while being quite relaxed here. Yeah, so it's become kind of crossroads for design it is, and yeah. creativity. Yeah. Okay, okay, interesting. Um, so, uh, I have a couple of questions from, uh, from uh, one of my architect friends in Berlin. He said, ask him about uh, Helvetica or accidents grotesque. Yeah, exactly. You so got any thoughts on that? I have some thoughts on that. So, um, typefaces yeah. are all around us. Yeah. Um, the typefaces, writings uh, are the fabric of our modern city. Yeah. If you look at the city, there are buildings, there are streets, and then there are words. Yes. Right. There are brands they want to, you know, uh, uh, have your attention. Yes. Uh, there are uh, signs uh, that show you where to go, where not to go, exactly. what to do in uh, case of emergency. Yes. You know, the fire extinguisher has Helvetica, <laughs> has Helvetica on it. Um, it doesn't really matter, you know. It matters to us uh, what typeface, of course, you use because yes. there's a lot of culture in that. 
uh, and there is a lot of flavor in that. An Italian restaurant will use like an old school uh, typeface, yes. like a Times New Roman or something, yes. and write in capital letters their name, Vesuvio, right? Right. And uh, you get like the flavor of the country, of the food, of the, the ambition. You get that through the letters yes. and how they're, you know, how they're set out there. Uh, and if you use a Helvetica, that is a very modern typeface without yeah. any, let's say, character. Right. And what you're doing there is basically you're saying, I'm modern. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, um, I'm leaving all of the history behind. Yeah. And of course, that movement has also this history right now right, right. because there is now Helvetica is now like 50 years old yeah and um, and of course you see that that there is nothing that has no flavor right so if you right no it's like, true it is you know that water has flavor right? yeah and Helvetica walking around I'm looking, looking at all these things <laughs> pick up the flavor. I'm looking I'm looking at all of the things when I'm visiting a new city I'm just yeah. looking at the signs I'm looking at uh, the advertisements yeah uh, they change from city to city every culture is completely different um, Helvetica is used in Switzerland Austria uh, Germany a lot yeah but there are other typefaces, for example, in Britain there is Jill Sands yeah, that yeah. is used for everything. In the tube, you're going down in the tube and you see that. There are people in Italy, there's the big master of, of graphic design of Italy is Massimo Vignelli. Okay. And Vignelli uh, was an Italian and then he moved to New York City. Right. And he brought with him this Helvetica, this idea to make things modern yeah. and without flavor. And so when he designed the underground uh, map and the underground stations of yeah. New York City, mm -hmm. you see that he used Helvetica for that. Okay. Right? So that's the interesting part of that. And if you see it, you would just say, hey, this is the underground. Right. It's, it's New York. It's the underground. And I would just think, you know, it's, it's about information, so it has to be easy to read. Yeah, from a distance even. You know, but if so. you look at like if you if you do the same thing in Berlin, yeah, the underground is designed by um, Eric Spiekermann, yeah, who's one yeah, of the yeah, biggest yeah. Uh, German designers, and he did this. He had the same um, idea to make yeah. it very simple, but it's completely different. Okay. So it's not white text on black background, yeah. but it's black text with a completely different typeface on white and on yellow. It's really light and not so yeah, heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there are like a million ways to achieve um, being functional. You see, this is part of why I'm doing this too. Like I said, you know, inspiring young people and stuff. Now they're going to be walking around looking at things totally differently, which is fantastic that's the that's why we're doing this it's to it's to get an understanding behind what it is that that your strategy and what you think about and what moves you you know super important um so do you have um uh like a, a strategy for what's next like how do you how do you figure out where you're going Ed, is there something in design that is motivating you that uh, is the next thing? And 
And then maybe what's next for your studio? We're, you know, we're looking, we're, we're so in love with design and with graphic design that yeah. we're basically looking at graphic design from other people yeah. uh, all of the time. Okay. So we see the tendencies, tendencies yeah. of, of what is coming, the yeah. trends and everything. You know, this is something that we're really aware of. Do you feel like you're part of a design community and not competing with yeah. other designers? Yeah, a lot, yeah. I'm never, I'm, uh, me personally, I never think that I'm competing with anyone. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying out, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to do my best work or yeah. our best work. And it's fantastic to get recognized by other designers who are also doing great stuff and they're like, on Instagram and, yeah. and on other social networks and saying, you know, oh, wow, I really love what you're doing. Why, why don't you come to our studio and talk yeah. a little bit about what you do? We're doing a lot of workshops and, and presentations yeah. at universities. Yeah. So we, we are in contact with young people who are basically checking out the work and yeah. thinking that they will never come to this height of, of right. design, which is right. bullshit because if you do this for a long time and you're really passionate, you can basically, you know, you can do it. Like everybody can do that. Ticket, we say. Yeah, um, exactly. All right. Um, so you've become a dad not so long ago, and um, how has that affected your your work, your thought process, um, your inspiration? Um, yeah. Um, I have this beautiful uh, now two-year-old uh, Marie, yeah, and uh, she like she changed pretty much everything for me. Okay, like, how okay. I think about things and what I think the the main thing that changes what is important for me, and I think a long time that was like design was the most important thing, right. and now it's not, which <laughs> gives me a lot of liberty. Okay. <laughs> So I have, if you have something more important than what you're doing every day, um, it gives you a lot of uh, liberty to uh, try out try out new things and be much more calm about everything. That's, so that's a great. wonderful way of explaining that. Yeah. Something more important than what yeah. you normally do. Yeah, yeah that's something. Um, all right, you know, we're gonna wrap this up, Thomas. I appreciate your time. Hey, Thank you so really much. Really great. I've been uh, talking too much. No, no, no. It's but perfect. But he will uh, <laughs> cut everything out. So that's great. I'm really, and good luck moving forward. Really I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks so much.